One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast. Code acast. Hello, I'm Eric Sanguinius, and I have flat hands. Do you struggle to curl your hands around a warm cup of cocoa? When you applaud, do you look like a child or a mechanical monkey bashing symbols together? If so, then, like me, you may have flat hands syndrome. Although much derided, it is a genuine condition that affects two people worldwide. Me and my cousin Tim. The effects can be devastating. Well, not devastating, but occasionally inconvenient. Without a natural arch in the palm region, it becomes impossible to climb ladders, work with cylinders, or tickle a loved one in an evening of romantic tomfoolery. A genuine condition with genuine consequences. But for as little as ten thousand soul coins a month, you can make a difference. To me, not Tim.、Uh, he's financially independent from his work in the city, and to be honest, very difficult character at the best of times. He borrowed a Black and Decker tool set from me three years ago; still hasn't returned it. So, send your donations to Eric Sanguinius, Highviz Tower, the Rodney Marsh. Please give as generously as you can, so that one day I can shake you by the hand properly. And welcome to another episode of Hell or High Roller. We are back in the room, and let's have a cheer for the return of Adam Megiddo. Yeah. Well, thank you all. And in fact, why don't we start with Adam Megiddo? Let's hear Eric's fact for the day. Uh, hello, I'm Adam Megiddo, and I play Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer who lives alone in the Highviz Tower out in the Rodney Marsh. Um, I, I don't have an Eric fact, but I, I do have a continuation of thought on dice. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. okay, here okay, we go. Settle in, listeners. Okay, so the D6, the classic. Yeah, yeah. The D6. So I went to a Thai restaurant the other day, and、um, do you know the the longer I take over this story, the more disappointed I know the end of it <laughs> is going to be. Wow. Anyway, I was at this Thai restaurant, and they said if you order a pad Thai and you roll a nine, you get it for free. 
<gasps> so immediately my brain was like, well, is it on a D10, on a D12, on a wow. D20? And I actually asked these questions. Of course, they looked at me blankly. 2D6. Uh, and uh, that uh. is the end of my story. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I didn't order a pad thai. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, that is the worst story. <laughs> it didn't even happen. <laughs> oh, hi there. I'm Ellie. I play Ghoul, the mushroom we know. Uh, and I do have a little fun fact about Ghoul, um, is that off the back of the Ghoul's Gruel success, Ooh. Ghoul attempted to have like multiple spin-off brands, such as Ghoul's Mule, which was like a, a kind of taxi service with a very temperamental and angry mule. <laughs> didn't really go anywhere. Didn't get it off the ground. Um, the mule didn't go anywhere. The mule didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out. Then we had Ghoul's Tool. Oh. He made like a multi-tool, but it was made out of twigs, so it kept snapping. It didn't really work. Oh. A lot of backlash. Um, and then the last one was Ghoul's Jewel. Ooh. which was like a reality TV late night fighting show, which actually <laughs> did get a lot of traction, but Fun Gus got jealous and shut it down. Oh, oh. It's just not fun, is it? <laughs> Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, and I am playing the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a barbarian Goliath. And um, as we've learned in hell, uh, hair, facial hair, doesn't grow. But Glubrick has come up with a fun alternative, which is mustachio, which is getting uh, pistachios <laughs> and uh, crushing them up and using the nut oil to uh, stick it to your upper lip. And it's stylish and tasty. Oh, my God. Ghoul wants to invest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Pollen Farrell. <laughs> oh! Wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Human ranger, cattle roper, interspecies interloper. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so an interloper, uh, if you're an interloper, it means you go where you're not wanted. Yep. Uh, and Henley does that with uh, various woodland critters. He once tried to sneak into a badger set so that he could hibernate with them. After grooming oh, he them. Loves yeah, them. He groomed them and then tried to hibernate with he them. He did and then they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't no, have of course out. they wouldn't. Exactly. He's, he's, you know, he's trying to build a dam with some beavers and they won't have it. Yep. So, on that note, <laughs> shall we begin the next episode of Hell or High Rolling? Yeah. We last left the happy boys. You guys were in a bit of a pickle. Mm. So, Glubrick used his fourth wall brick and managed to stop the Demented One in its tracks. And the Demented One, the huge monster truck driven by Commander Girl, is sitting buried in a huge brick wall. Uh, it is immobilized currently. And you uh, also successfully tricked Sweetface, the doppelganger, into crashing Richard the Fast into the side of a canyon. However, this has virtually destroyed the car and it is currently in a burning wreck with Kelvis Mesley, the wise turtle, trapped inside. Uh, Ghoul, you have scrambled to the car to try and free him. Uh, a severely weakened Glubrick stands very. valiantly ready to defend Ghoul. With his axe in his hand, he faces down the approaching commander girl, the archdevil and the daughter of the god of hell. Meanwhile, Henley, you successfully managed to sneak aboard the Demented One and uh, steal back the soul coins of both Eric and Captain Pellew. Uh, 
You are currently stood on the roof of the monster truck. You've smashed the coin, and Eric has rematerialized. And Eric Sanguinius, folks, is back in the fight. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of action happening. <laughs> Can everyone roll me initiative? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. oh my god, that's an actual one. So four. <laughs> Okay, a sweet six. I got a seven. <laughs> a delicious 18. Ooh. Ah. Commander Girl got a 17. Right. Okay. Right. Chips of the post there. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, fresh out of the coin, straight into the action, somehow having the most initiative out of everyone, you go first. Don't worry, happy boys. I'm back, and I've got this. We surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What are you doing? We surrender unconditionally. Really? There's no need for any force here. And are you telling the truth? You're 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 saying. I think he's a bit bewildered. He's come out of the coin. He's been stuck in a coin. (laughs) I imagine that coin a bit like the the three villains when they get caught in Superman Two. Yeah, they've been squished in there. Yeah, they get squished squished in the coin. Okay, so Eric's first action is to surrender. (laughs) This is good. Yes. Okay, great. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh, I'm trying to persuade. You're trying to persuade Commander Girl. I have to say, if I fail this, it would be quite amazing to um, to fail your own surrender. <laughs> uh, that is um, an 11. 11. I'm going to say she is too angry. Oh, no. She wants to take down the happy boys to impress her father. Oh, uh, are you do- I'm going to say that's uh, that's not your full action. You you just see Commander Girl. She looks at you, and then she just guns straight for Bluebrick. What? Let's, let's conjure a tidal wave. Oh, wow. holy shit. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. I conjure a tidal wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. It can be up to 30 feet long and 10 feet wide and 10 feet tall. And every creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, they take 4d8 bludgeoning damage and are prone. But are wow. we all in that area? Well, uh, hopefully not. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to get I'm trying to get uh, <laughs> Commander Girl. Could you cast it away from Glubrick? Like, the tidal wave appears in front of him and pushes her back. Yeah, I can, well, I can cast it. Like, it can go across. Oh, yeah. So oh, a lateral tidal wave. Lateral yeah. tidal wave. Okay, so you're trying to sweep Commander Girl away. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. Save DC is 16. This is exactly what Henley was hoping for, because really we had fuck all. (laughs) Now there's a tidal wave. Yes. So Commander Girl rolls a dexterity saving throw. She has a plus 13. However, she rolled a two. Oh, so oh that's my god. 15. Wow. We are fortunate indeed. So, oh. a huge wave of water is created in this sister. Uh, and she takes 48 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. Love so, that. roll me 48 damage, please. 10, 16, 24. 24 oh, wow. damage. Wow. Nice. That's a big big hit. Okay, so Commander Girl is not prone, Woo. and it is now her turn. Commander Girl gets to her feet. She is soaked through. She is absolutely livid, and she just looks Eric in the eye and says, Is that all you got, Necromancer? Actually, it is all I've got. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she casts wall of fire. What? And so to counter your tidal wave, she creates a huge 20-foot high wall of fire between Henley and Eric on the demented one and Glubrick. Uh, so ooh. you now, you can see Glubrick and Ghoul, but it is through a giant ooh. wall of fire. 
and in order to get through it, you're going to have to make a dexterity saving throw or take 5d8 fire damage. 5d8? And she is now making her way towards... She's going to get to you on the next round, get uh, to Glubrick on the next round. No, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. And it is now Henley's turn. God, do we have a plan here? Well, I tried surrendering. <laughs> it didn't that, work. It didn't, didn't work. work. I couldn't <laughs> even persuade her. Thank God you were here. Uh, <laughs> I think I need to get down there and, and try and rescue the guys. But we're on a monster truck. Maybe we can drive it in and pick them up. Excellent idea. How are your driving skills? Incredibly good. I've been working on them. <laughs> okay. I, I swing down into the cab of the car. Very good. Yeah. Can I operate it? Is there, uh, they have the keys in there? I'll check the uh, the little flap above in the roof. You know, oh, yeah, the, the sun visor. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, uh, she's had the presence of mind to crash the car, take yeah. the keys out, put them in the sun visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you, you find the keys, yep. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I... I want to say plug them in, but <laughs> okay. What's the word for do put well. the keys? I'm going to go. say whatever check you have to roll is now at disadvantage. <laughs> you have to plug in the keys. I want to make put the keys in the keys in. Should. That's what I there, there it is. Yeah, put, yeah. I, 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 I plug the keys into the car. <laughs> I, I start the car. And okay, great. Um, so the demented one, little known to you guys, is actually like a live sentient being. Ooh. So you are going to have to roll a persuasion check to see if you can convince the car to let you drive it. Is it an animal? Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's a monster. It's a it's a monster animal. Do you want to roll an animal handling check? Henley, Henley can't speak with animals. Oh, very good. I want to be able okay. to communicate with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's say, let's say you can communicate with it. Great. Uh, greetings, demented one. Great name. Oh. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry? Great name. <laughs> I don't understand the dialect. Where are you, you hear, from? You hear Glubrick across goes like, yeah, no, I'm not getting that either. <laughs> Have you plugged the key? I've plugged the key, Eric, but uh, I'm struggling with the with the with the accent. Uh, <laughs> is he from the north? I think so, yes. Is this Sunderland? <laughs> Plug the key and then crank it. Ah, yes. D demented one. Would you uh, please let me drive you? I don't know why I can't speak with animals. <laughs> and that's Henley's turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's an ongoing process, guys. Try and survive. <laughs> Next up is Ghoul. Okay, so Ghoul, uh, yeah, so I think he was scrabbling through the wreckage of the car to try and find Kelvis. Absolutely. Um, and then he saw a glimpse of, of Eric and then the firewall got cast. Yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of cowering There's I a lot think, going at this on point. For uh, so you can either try and help Bluebrick and uh, go for Commander Girl, mm. or you can rescue Kelvis because the car is on fire. Oh, the car's on fire the now. The car is in a, is oh, a burning wreckage. Oh, okay. oh, right, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, wow. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and rescue Kelvis. Okay, I still great. have my stop sign, so maybe I'm going to try and, like, like a big pizza oven. Just, just trying to like scoop him scoop in. Pelvis out. <laughs> okay, roll me uh, an oh, investigation gorgeous. check. Okay. It's a 12. Uh, yeah, you do notice, you do see, you do see Kelvis and you can scoop Kelvis ah. out if you can hook him onto the thing and you can talk to him, you can, uh, you can communicate with him. Kelvis! Kelvis, climb aboard! Get me out of here. Get me out of here. I'm getting you. Come on. So relaxed. <laughs> he's very wise. He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, no um, need to panic. Get me out of here. Wise and cool are not the same thing. 
<laughs> Eric coyly shouting from the top of the demented one. That was Adam. <laughs> just, just. Uh, yeah. So you, I'm going to say you, because uh, you're you're being clever with your stop side. So yeah. I'm say yeah, it works. Nice. And okay. You, um, you pull Kelvis and manage to pull him free. Yeah. Um, and as you pull out Kelvis, you see in the burning wreckage a second <gasps> Kelvis. Go- Oh my god. Walk out from the fire. No. Wait, walk out. It like it like crawls out of the wreckage. <laughs> it's the fucking it's the doppelganger. And okay. this oh Kelvis says, really good to see. What which which one is the real Kelvis? I am. No. I am. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I am. Shut up. I am. You yeah, you're just staring at two Kelvises. I'm gonna say roll me an investigation check, and if you get a natural twenty, oh, you'll know which one it is. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. A 14. You do not know which one it is. <laughs> so you're stood there with the two Kelvises, and I'm going to say that's your turn. Oh, Next up, it is Glubrick's turn. I start digging a hole. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to dig a really big hole that, I, as long as she stays the other side, I can just always move around. So she's gonna, <laughs> that makes sense. If I attack her, she's going to have like 900 million hit points. So I'm just going to like dig a hole and just always keep her the other side of the hole. So I'm <laughs> just constantly oh, avoiding yeah. it. And Wait. hopefully I'll just outlive her. I have no, no. idea. I'm just digging a You're hole. You're digging a hole. So okay, many great. ways. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me an athletics check. 11. 11, yeah, you just start digging a hole. It's not a big hole. It, and you've got like this, the time it takes for Commander Girl to walk 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to give you a chance, Chris. Mm-hmm. That is your action. Do you want to use... Do you, is that what you want your action to be? While the daughter of hell approaches you, what? you want to no. dig a hole. <laughs> the, the, yeah. I, I, could, I could attack her, but my logic is I ain't going to be able to beat her. She's going to hit. She's going to take me down with one hit. So maybe she'll even look at it and be like, oh, well, this is... He, he's harmless. He's digging his hole. Isn't, you know what? She might. <laughs> isn't a turn in the game, like a combat turn, six seconds? Yeah. You're going to do six yeah. seconds worth of hole digging. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> clarify. With okay, you. then I turn around and I'm, I, and then I also I'm just like, you never guess what I found down here, and then just say that, and hopefully she'll be like intrigued by. What <laughs> she'll be like, oh, you're gonna like what I've got down here. You sure, D D rules in. tend to state that when you're in combat with a creature, if you're trying to charm them or persuade them, you tend to have disadvantage because you're aggressive towards them. Mm. Okay. But I like I like your thinking, Chris. Mm-hmm. I like how the strongest, most capable fighter <laughs> in the team has decided to stop. <laughs> and not do any combat. I, uh, um, I'm just done with fighting. It is now Eric's turn. Let's get this car moving. Fantastic idea. Uh, w- w- can he take the, the lead in this? Because it's not my turn yet. Yeah, yeah. Can I try and drive the car? Or yeah. do I, you have to talk to the car. Yeah, like you, the car is a sentient being. It knows that Commander Girl is the driver. I am a wizard of the ancient world. Hear me! <laughs> I'm translating into animal. <laughs> very good, very good. Take us through the wall of fire so we may rescue our friends. What did he say? <laughs> I wish I knew. He, he seems to be saying, what are you saying, maybe? Uh, yes. We must have a discussion at some point in the future about the role of the translator. Yeah. <laughs> but not now. Uh, look, one of these pedals must work. And I start pushing the pedal. And so, uh, Eric, roll me a persuasion check. Oh, my favourite of all skills. I rolled a 19. Ooh. Oh, yeah. There's no bonus on it. It's just a 19. Love it. Oh great! Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say that's uh, that's pretty damn good. So yeah, you f- you feel the engine rumble to life, 
And uh, Henley, you're in the driving seat, right? I could, uh, yeah, I could be. Uh, Henley, you hear the monster truck, the demented one, say, <laughs> So yeah, you you get the sense that like the monster truck is on your side. You have control of the car. Um, Henley is in the driving seat. Do you want to like push him aside and drive, or? Yeah, I'll take over. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, Eric, take the wheel and talk to this fucking thing. <laughs> I try. I try getting this thing moving. Okay, great. So um, roll me a car check. What's what? your um... car <laughs> check? Yeah, a... it's a new thing. Yeah, it's a new thing. Process to get this car moving. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but you you are trying to take the daughter of hell's car. We are. It's not just like a yeah. thing that you could just have. No, right? true. So yeah, true. it's tough. But we're very charming. Very charming indeed. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and also uh, persistent to the point of stupidity. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, roll me a d20 and then add your uh, dexterity modifier to it. Oh, thank God for the dexterity modifier. Okay, 15. 15, yeah, the car starts rumbling. Now, you are buried in the brick wall still, okay? So oh. um, you can slam it in reverse and try and reverse out. I'd say 15 will let you do that. Let's do that. Back we go! So yeah, the demented one reverses out of the uh, out of the brick wall, and uh, we're going to say now it is uh, that's your turn, and it is now Commander Girl's turn. Yeah, as you said, I could never drive, Father. Mm. <laughs> now look at me driving the daughter of Hell's car backwards into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Commander Girl zeroes in on uh, glue brick digging a hole. Remember what side she's at of the hole, though. She's on the other side. <laughs> of the hole. <laughs> I will be moving around when she tries to walk around it, and I'll just always keep her the opposite of me. And uh, she starts swinging the chains, the drive chains, in her hand. What about the chains? They and they have over. 15 yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. probably go over. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, your uh, whole idea was so great. <laughs> What's your armor class? 18. She rolls 28. Uh, 28? Yep, so it absolutely smashes through your armor. And uh, two chains wrap around your neck and pull you to the ground. Into the hole? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, into the sort of shallow hole that you've dug. Yeah, yeah. And you've just dug your own grave. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. In so many ways. (laughs) And you take... 24 damage. Oh, God, oh down. yeah, yeah, this You're guy's down. down. Yeah. Oh. Down in a, he, yeah. in a hole that he in dug. In a hole himself. that he dug. Um, it's a low point for you. It is, yeah. <laughs> so Glubrick is now in death saves, and um, Commander Girl walks up to Glubrick's unconscious body picks him up with one hand, lifts Glubrick off of the like off your feet off the ground and screams Come and get me, happy boys! And throws Glubrick to the ground. Oh, oh my gosh. It is now Henley's turn. Uh, Eric, you've had your six seconds. Now hop out of the way. Alright. I scoot over. We're taking turns driving this car every six seconds we switch seats. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. <laughs> I grab the wheel and steer straight into the fire. Great, you're driving straight through the fire. Yeah, slam my foot down and uh, just drive straight through it. Okay, great. Roll me a car check. Yours is what, plus six now, right? It is indeed, unless I happen to have just gotten any better at this. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? Because you did the bishop's crotch, right? And yeah. You did, you've done quite a lot of stuff. We nailed yeah. that. Yeah, 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 you nailed the bishop's crotch and you read the manual. <laughs> and I've been chatting to this car and, you know, he's on side. I don't think that's helped you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, don't I think, think okay, I'm going to give you a plus seven. Yeah! Seven, proficiency in car. Fast Come learner. On. Come on. 13. <laughs> I'm going to have to use the seal of fates. Nice. Okay, you're going to use the seal of fates. Nice. Okay, I whip the seal out. I hold him on my little on my palm of my hand. Yep. And I say, "Buddy, I need you. I need you. I need you to fucking land on your head." <laughs> so, heads natural 20, tails natural 1. Oh my days. Okay, I've got a coin. Here we go. 
fucking tail. Oh! Uh, seal of fate. Okay, the seal of fate has fucked you again. Yeah. Okay, so roll me a d20 to determine oh. what table you will roll on. Okay, that was a 14. Okay, you will roll on the uncommon effect table. Okay. Roll me a D100. 85. Okay, right. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, I'm going to adapt this slightly, yeah. right? But it says, if you target as a creature, which you technically didn't, but I'm going to say the creature in this situation is the monster truck. Makes sense. All right. It must succeed on a charisma saving throw. Or become frantically loyal to you for one day. <gasps> yes. I mean, this car is not in the slightest bit fucking charismatic. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what do you have a spell save DC? I do. What is it? Thirteen. Your spell save DC is thirteen. So you've yeah. got to beat a charisma check of thirteen. How much charisma does this car have? I'm going to say he's got a minus one. That would make sense because it's just a car, and it car. It's not very good at communicating. No. no. Yeah. Ooh. He gets a nine. So as it you... fucking works, <laughs> it's the opposite. It's of what... oh. <laughs> okay, so you flip the coin. Wild magic surges <laughs> from your body, and suddenly the monster truck. You hear it speak. I will follow Henley Whispers to the death. Oh, oh my gosh. All right, you're coming on a little strong. <laughs> I will destroy anything that stands in Henley Whispers' way. Command me, master. Okay, uh, through the fire. And it roars through the fire. Ah, oh, out of the jaws of defeat. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I'm going to say, yeah, you've driven through the fire. Do you want to do anything with the car? Uh, okay, I'm going to try and grab Commander Girl in the jaws, maybe. Yeah, okay, she's very close to glue brick. I will say that. She's but she slammed him down, so he's he's in the hole? Oh, uh, the hole was a good idea he's now, sunken, wasn't it, guys? Yeah. He's sunken in the hole. Maybe I'm going to try... Tell you what, I'm just going to use this car as like a giant weapon and just trying to fire it at her and maybe maybe get out and grab glue brick. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna ram, try and ram Commander Girl. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the car, get it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. See, the engine growls, and uh, I'm just gonna have her roll a dexterity saving throw. She will have to dive out the way no matter what, but we'll just see if she takes any damage. And she does. She gets a 26, so she dives out of the way. She doesn't take any damage, but she's moved out of the way. So you're now on like on top of glue brick in the hole. Yeah, I'm hoping that that we can just sort of leave the car attacking her as like a big distraction and then we can jump out and grab Glubrick and, and slip away. Great thinking. Yeah, great. So as she dives out the way, she just does a cool like action roll and pops straight to her feet and you see that she's trying to uh, like whisper incantations under her breath Ooh. and you see that she's trying to get back control of the demented one. Ah. But it is not her turn. It is now Ghoul's turn. Just for a bit of flavour, roll me another uh, perception check oh, real yeah, quick. Okay. Twelve. 12, I'm going to say that's enough. So you notice that one of the uh, things that's burning in the car is the maps that Glubrick was drawing. Oh. All of the bits of different bits of paper. And the one with Candyland on it is set ablaze. Oh. And you notice in the distance on the horizon huge plumes of smoke rising from the horizon. <gasps> and Candyland is on fire. Oh. oh. Magic map. You had a magic map. <gasps> Wait. Oh. Ghoul's gonna grab it. Can it's, he? It's burnt up. Burn up. It's burnt up in the fire. Oh. So we could have drawn it. We could have drawn the, like a escalator to the portal, and it would. Yeah, been yeah. In theory, wow. yeah, yeah. Damn it. Uh. But the map is gone. I want to find uh. out more about this map. Oh Why? How did? It's gone, Chris. It's gone. <laughs> God's go. sake. Go, the map is gone. And um, so, Ghoul, you are yes. with two Kelvises <laughs> and a burning wreckage and a like dead glue brick. 
and and a dying glue brick. Dying, dying. He's not dead. He's not dead. Gang, he's not dead. What he wants to do is probably help glue brick. Can I probably? Use... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I guess I'm going to get the tortoises, stack them on the stop sign and drag them with me as I go. Great. Uh, <laughs> taking both tortoises. Taking, taking, I mean, he's got to take both. Yeah. Um, and is his little stump being burnt by the sand because he's not riding a tortoise. Oh, it yeah. is, but he's just... Yeah. So I'm going to say you're on difficult terrain. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> All right, Glubik, I'm coming. So is the car over the sunken little hole? Yeah, it's over the little hole. in the hole. Yeah, yeah. Hole uh, is a generous term. It's more like a shallow ditch. ditch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think Ghoul dragging the two turtles stacked on top of each other on his stop sign through the burning sand casts mold earth and basically evacuate um, as much of the dirt underneath Glubrick as possible with the intention of creating a big hole that we can all fall into oh that's a great idea yeah yeah <laughs> okay so, yeah, that's what I think, meant yeah yeah I think Ghoul has, is thinking about the worms and is like there are worm tunnels all <gasps> under okay. if we can Good. tap into a worm tunnel it's crazy but it might just work okay yeah okay I'm glad you explained that because I thought you were just digging a grave for the happy boys no that <laughs> is, <laughs> that's his idea and I'm gonna do I it I think that's great okay great Ooh. so you cast mold earth yeah creating a bigger turning the ditch into a hole yeah maybe the hole into a chasm mm. and uh, do you know I really like that idea so I'm going to say yeah you've lucked out alright and what happens is is the earth rumbles underneath uh, Glubrick's back he's on his back <laughs> and you find you uh, feel yourself even in your unconscious state sinking down into the earth oh. and suddenly this ditch becomes a tiny little hole and the hole grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it penetrates through the ground straight through into a purple worm tunnel yeah! that is underneath and everyone and everything around that hole is sinking slowly into the tunnel oh including the demented one the car itself is starting to sink in Glubrick is slowly sinking in Ghoul you and uh, the Kelvises on your stop sign are being dragged slowly in like a it's kind of like a sandy black hole mm -hmm. you're all being wow. dragged into this sinkhole with the tunnel running underneath the plains of Melbourne amazing That's very cool. That's and it is now Glubrick's turn roll me a death saving throw my boy come on come on come on, come on. that's a 12 that's yeah. a 12 that is one success Great. Lubrick is on... He's not on his feet. I was going to say he's on his feet. I got ahead of myself. He's, he's on the men. He's, he's on the men. Yeah, Glubrick's yeah, yeah, yeah. on the men. Uh, great. So we're back to the top of the order. Eric, it is your turn. Are you swapping seats with Henley? Yes. <laughs> yes, Ed. I've got an idea. Let's get the car to drive us into the tunnel. Then the car is loyal to you. Ask it to pretend to be loyal to her. <gasps> yeah. And then at the end of the day, betray her and drive in the opposite direction. Oh, it's brilliant. That's great. Yeah. Okay, great. So down into the tunnel? Yes, and let's get Glubrick and Ghoul and then run into the safety of the tunnel, leaving the demented one to uh, Commander Girl. Guys, so we're cool. underneath! We're here! Oh, we're underneath the car! Thanks, Ghoul. Okay, uh, Eric, you're... Ghoul, you... Ghoul's voice is so piercing. Yes. <laughs> pierced through the armour of this car. I can hear, I can hear him. Uh, well, Eric, you're, uh, over to you. You, you take oh, yes, the I wheel. Did. You know, when, um, when my father taught me to drive, I only got three seconds at the wheel. Ah. This, <laughs> this is wonderful. You get a full six seconds. This conversation has taken no time at all. No. <laughs> Let's get into the tunnel. While this conversation is happening, I've just rolled a check for Commander Girl to see if she can regain control of the dimension 
fermented one uh-huh. whilst you guys are whilst you guys are figuring this out. And she got a natural one. Ooh. So oh, wow. she does not have control no. of the of the demented one. And can you that... hear its voice being like, What are my orders, Henley? Well, can that natural one maybe be bad enough to enact Eric's plan that she that I can convince her now that she has succeeded? When she hasn't? Mm. Yes. So talk me through. So are you driving into the tunnel or are you just leaving it where it is? Well, it's not my turn yet. We're going to drive into the tunnel. Whilst we're driving, we're going to get Henley to persuade the demented one to... We're going to explain. We're going to leave you here. But we want you to pretend to be loyal to your former mistress and then turn around and drive in the opposite direction fast. I'm going to say that you don't have to roll a check for that because it says here... Loyal to a fanatically fault. loyal. Fanatically loyal. <laughs> wow. Do anything. So, like, it will just do whatever you tell it to do. Brilliant. Uh, so, I drive the car down into the tunnel. We try and grab Gluebrick and Ghoul as we can. I don't say grab Ghoul because you don't touch Ghoul, but I can <laughs> cast Mage Hand. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Mage Hand can basically carry, can sweep up Ghoul. Yeah, nice. Okay. Ooh. So, yeah, you cast Mage Hand. It goes in search of, of Ghoul and, and Kelvis. Mm-hmm. And it is now Henley's go. Okay. Uh, so, I've got to get Gluebrick on board. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, try lifting this heavy boy. <laughs> is there anything? Maybe there's something in the car, like I feel like a car that's this loaded might have some sort of grappling hook or, you know, a crane, a, yeah, a crane yeah. built yeah. in somewhere. I mean, I know it's got big metal jaws. Yeah, I yeah, gently yeah. pick him up like a crocodile mother picking up its young in its yeah. deadly jaws, but gently. Ask the demented one to do that. Like it will. It's fanatically loyal. Okay, yeah, yeah. demented one, please, please don't cut Glubrick in half, but just gently grab him in your jaws and lift him up ever so gently. I'll do my best, master. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to say it just does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is quite a cute image. And uh, yeah, so you, you get scooped up. Uh, Glubrick gets scooped up in the jaws of the demented one. And uh, Ghoul is uh, with the mage hand climbing back aboard the demented what one. What about the Kelvises? Well, the, the mage hand can only pick you up at the moment. Well, so. Wait, wait. I can't leave him. I can't leave him. Look. The Kelvises! Can I, is there like a, 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 a lever I can pull to lower a ramp or something like that, like a cargo plane to get the other guys yeah, in? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like great. a kind of trapdoor sort of vibe. Yeah. Great, yeah, that's my action. I pull a lever. <laughs> okay, great. So yeah, uh, Ghoul, it is now your turn. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, the Mage Hand has got you. The Kelvises are there. They're moving very slowly, um, but the ramp does drop and you can make your way into like the underbelly of the car. Okay, great. Uh, so, all right, come on, you doppelganger fuck. Let's get moving. <laughs> <laughs> and the Kelvis is like, you doppelganger, doppelganger, doppelganger. <laughs> I got and- my eye on you. Great. So you guys, I'm going to say you managed to, to make that because of a natural one, Commander Girl is just like has no control of this car. Nice. So I'm going to say you managed to get up the ramp with the with the turtles, right. get into the demented one, uh, Glubrick in the jaws. You guys just, were you tearing down the tunnel? I, guess- I think so. Are we kind of out of combat now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I okay. think we floor it, right? So yeah, we've just landed in the tunnel. Great. And from the distance as you go down the tunnel, you hear Commander Girl scream. You can run, but you can't hide, happy boys. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So this Ooh. is the point at which we, we maybe get a bit of a distance away and then we get out of the car because I feel like being in this car for any length of time is incredibly dangerous. She's going to catch up to us somehow and just destroy us. Yes, and, and let her think that she has control of the car. Exactly. Okay, so we, nice. we drive for we drive for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah, you do that. You you get pretty far. You're still you're in the tunnels, and you drive you drive for one minute. It's quite hard to tell how far you've travelled because uh, it's all just like dark and it all looks the same. Mm-hmm. But yes. you're, you've you've travelled a, a pretty pretty That's decent distance. Five turns each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five ter- five turns each, and then yeah. I hit the brakes. Eric, good to see you again. By the way. Good to see you too. Good to see all of you, happy boys. Have you met Kelvis and Kelvis? There'll be time for those introductions later. We must get out of here. Yes. Okay, uh, let's cli- climb out of the car. I just also let you know that Glubrick is still unconscious. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wondered why you were so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought in my quietness I was trying to be like, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, wait. Can I, can I heal him? Yeah, yeah. You're okay. not in combat now, so yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Glubrick. Um, so you get 1d4 plus 5. Um, and the healing word today is gooseberry jam. Oh, <laughs> oh lovely. It's just one word, gooseberry jam. Gooseberry jam. <laughs> Jim. And Ellie, how much does Glubrick heal for? Eight. Oh. Nice. Glubrick's back here on his feet. There you go. Uh, so now the happy boys are all conscious and oh. you're in the tunnel. Oh. We're all together again. The whole worked, Glubrick. I did. I did say everyone was laughing at me when, it, when I was digging a hole. But actually, you know, it, it really worked out. I can't believe how big I made this hole, though. My <laughs> God, I'm a genius. Well, I can't believe we actually got away from an art devil. Well, we did, but not for long. Let's let's get out of the car. Are we out of the car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we cli- climb down the whatever little ladder or whatever there is, and we go step in front of the car. And I turn back to it and I say, "Demented one." Yes. <laughs> I need you to go back to Commander Girl and pretend that you are now loyal to her. But right. that means I won't be with you. <laughs> yes, but this is what I want you to do. And do not forget how fanatically loyal to me Absolutely you are. Absolutely fanatical. <laughs> yeah. So pretend you're loyal to her. Let her get in the car and then just drive in the opposite direction for as long as you can and don't let her out. Pretend I'm loyal to somebody else. Yes, but you're in Impossible. And it just reverses. Oh. God, I feel uh, bad for it. Uh, and you could just hear it like, uh, like I'll crying. You, I'll give you this, Dave. You're playing the fanaticism. Yeah. 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 I'll give you. you that. Thank you. And it's just crying, reversing up the tunnel, and you can just hear it. Somebody else, never. Oh, <laughs> but it is going to do what you say. Henley's having really, really tragic kind of flashbacks to when he was rejected by the Badgers. Yeah, <laughs> he's always wanted to to be an interspecies interloper. He finally had a, had, had an interspecies yes. friend, and he's yeah. had to reject it. Full circle. Oh. Yeah. And the monster truck recognizes the sadness in your eyes and starts coming back. And he's like, "You want me to say, you fucking idiot, go!" <laughs> <laughs> and he reverses back up the tunnel. <laughs> 
Uh, and so Cute. you guys, yeah, you see the the uh, demented one, now the fanatical one, retreating into the distance, its headlights disappearing into the blackness of the tunnel. And you guys are now in sort of an endless, huge worm tunnel. Cool. Uh, and I will make some separate rolls to mm. see how the demented one commander girl story plays out. Um, cool. But you guys are now in a purple worm tunnel. Now, as I said in one of the previous episodes, purple worms typically don't reuse the same tunnels. Mm. That doesn't oh, mean that no. they don't. Uh-huh. So you are not completely safe. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Okay. Keep your shovel handy. We might need to dig a hole again in the future. Yeah, it's hole right. in a hole. It wasn't a shovel. I think I was using my just my big old hands. <laughs> big shovely hands. My big shovely yeah. hands, yeah, yeah. yeah. We may need them again. Uh, it is good to see you again, happy boys. I, I'm sorry I did not mean to deceive you, but I could not let you go through with giving your child away. No, it, it, I appreciated it, Eric. It was, it was incredibly noble of you. It was very moving, really. Beautiful. And I'm so glad we have you back. We're all reunited again, the happy boys together, and nothing can stop us. I was a flag for a bit. He was. <laughs> I was. I was Why a... does that not surprise me? <laughs> let, uh, come, let us uh, march down this tunnel and you can tell me of your travels on our way. Are we going to win this race? Do we still need to compete in this race? I think we do, yeah. Well, we still need to win the race in order to get through the portal, yes. But, but what, on foot? It doesn't what? seem likely, does it? we got to find another car. Or a map. Uh, well, a map and a car. <laughs> <laughs> I have a map. Oh, yes, the what, book. Yes. What is, what is I mean, that map? What? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, look, what at, look at this. And what I take out that? the book. Yes. The Vortex book. So you've um, still got the Vortex book that Booch gave you. Um, because you, oh, a, a retrospective thing, um, Ghoul, as you were sifting through the burning wreckage, you noticed um, Booch carved into the engine, which is what um, oh, yeah. Eric oh. did for Booch. And that's why he gave him the Vortex book, uh, which is a magical book that shows you all the different routes to and, and dangers to get to the finish line. Glubrit, I think, snatches it out of your hand and looks through it and turns each page and just like, no, this is, no, this is not a map. This is, <laughs> and just throws it to the floor. Uh, uh, perhaps the three of us could look at the map. <laughs> yes, okay. Ghoul picked it up and has a rifle through. Yeah, great. As you are rifling through the book, Ghoul, uh, you notice a page that um, seems to have lots of different tunnels carved on it. And it's it's kind of magically moving and it almost kind of lifts off the page like a 3D map. So you're seeing like a cross section underneath Malbolge. And you can see like a little, uh, imagine it being like a digital thing where you can see like a little dot that just says HB. And that's you guys. And you can tell that the tunnel that you're going to keep moving down pops out overground next to a little thing that says Oasis. And there's a tiny oh. little picture of a pool of water. Oh my goodness. All right, I found us. Look. And I show everyone. Oh yes, that's us. Happy boys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hear us. Glubrick, I hate to say it, but I think this might be a superior map. Okay, well, so where, where do we need to go? What does the, the stupid dumb map say then? Well, I suggest we go to the Oasis. Perfect, yes. I, for one, would murder a cocktail Uh, also Eric we should introduce you well one of these turtles is a doppelganger who is extremely questionable and uh, may well be working against us yeah a lot's happened but I I can't abandon Kelvis so I've had to bring them both we should probably address that at some point what about now I take out my fire distinguisher (gasps) oh yes oh yeah what's that fire 
distinguisher. We're making use is. of an item that oh, we yes. got given. That's yeah, so good. Nice. Fire distinguisher, and I spray the fire distinguisher over the two turtles. <gasps> nice. To find nice. out which one is an illusion. Oh, my God, so good. Very so good. Great. So you cover the turtles in a sort of uh, white foam. Yeah, can we clarify that it comes from the fire distinguisher? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, one of the turtles glistens a sort of golden glittery light, and as the foam recedes, reveals... Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, uh, whoopsie. I name thee, doppelganger. Come forth to show us your true form. Okay, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I am Eric Sanguinius. Who are you? This is Sweet Face the Baby Devourer. Oh, yeah, you remember that. He's a nightmare. <laughs> you are a fraud, sir. I name you... Fraud. <laughs> I'm just as you're speaking, uh, Doppelganger is like leaning up and just like feeling the edges of your face. <laughs> like, oh my god, skin! Stand back! You you stole our car! No no no! Oh, mm, you yeah. did! No, I did, I did, I did. But <laughs> hey, guys, let's keep going down this tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> What? No races. I'm really interested in the races. Come on, guys. You stole like, our yeah, car, then go. you crashed our car, then you disguised yourself as our turtle friend so we'd have to take you with us, is what you did. Mm-hmm. You are mm. not one of the happy boys. No, oh, we, must, not... we must banish this creature from Indeed. our gathering. You worm food, doppelganger. I can still help you. Do you know, I could be... A... And I suddenly turn to Eric and I'm like, I could be Eric. <laughs> oh. I did not look like that. I did not look like that. Stop that! Don't don't do my voice at the but, same time as me. But see, I can I can do that. I can do anything. I'm like a really really talented thing. It's a very good skill you have. Mm-hmm. Sort of stars in their eyes mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could just trap him in some kind of kind of like a soul coin and just keep him for later. We just can't trust we just, him. We just can't trust yeah. him. I think we're going to have to banish you, doppelganger. But I love you. Oh. I don't no. think you do. No, you don't. No. I don't no, think you, you understand don't. what love is, doppelganger. No, no, no. <laughs> what is it that you want? Hmm? What do I want? Yes. To, what, to be God? <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. Get him out of here as quickly as possible. Glubrick, what do you think we should do? Um, uh, well, I, I, I don't... <laughs> um, I, think, I think probably we'll send him on his way. I mean, we don't need a fifth person. It gets complicated for some of us. <laughs> right, fine. You don't want me? I'll go. Okay, guys, watch me. I'm going. I'm I'm leaving. And he's slowly walking. He's like, look, look, I'm going. You really don't want me anymore. I'm going. You Bye. All right. Well, I'll see you later. And his doppelganger Bye. leaving. Yeah, but he's trying to persuade them to <laughs> get him. Oh, man, I'm leaving it up to these guys. Don't look at me. If you want to be part of the Happy Boys, you got to learn to work as a team. You got to learn to put put others before you. Do something for someone else sometime. And the, and the job interview alone is grueling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's not going to be a thing. Bye. And just leaves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so well. you watch uh, Doppelganger walk away and you guys, are, you're leaving him, letting him I walk think away? Yeah, go. Yeah. So he's walking back up the tunnel. Yeah, to, back towards from. Commander Girl. Yeah. Let us continue on our way. I'm sorry for... I can't dig a hole properly without you having to mold the earth. I can't... I can't dream when I was unconscious. Glubrick. It was Glubrick. just nothing, was it? Glubrick. What? We all know that there are many things you can't do. <laughs> so many. We don't have time to list them all. <laughs> the point is, you're one of the happy boys. The happy boys should be feared. Yeah, and I wouldn't rip your face off like that guy would have. No, you couldn't if you tried. You, you, would, pre- you would fail at it. No, I would. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so let's, let's keep walking. 
to the oasis. Yes. So you guys walk along the uh, purple worm tunnel for um, maybe yeah, like a few hours. It's quite a long, quite a long journey, and uh, you literally see a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I, oh, pretty. Death has come upon me. <laughs> You're already dead, Eric. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's good. Thank you. Thank you, Google. Thank you. And you breach the tunnel and you step out onto. It's actually not sand. Uh, mm-hmm. It's glass. <gasps> so, Eric, can you roll me a history check? <laughs> 22. Whoa. Wow. Okay. So, um, you notice that this glass, uh, you can tell everyone this if you like, is actually the oasis is buried in the middle of this kind of like glass plate of this area of the plane. And this is where the great final battle of the Countess, the previous Archdevil, was fought. And Asmodeus, in his ultimate power, rained down such powerful infernal hellfire mm. that it melted the sand and turned it into glass. Wow, that's so cool. And this is the fu- this was the final battleground of when the last Archdevil took on Asmodeus. And you kind of get a sense of the power of the god of hell. I, I tell everyone this story while we're on the move, but I do it as a shadow puppet show <laughs> on, the wall, on the wall of the uh, tunnel. Nice. Roll me a slight pan check. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not a good shadow puppet. It's, it's more about the history of a small elephant and a mouse. <laughs> and they all look like elephants or mice. Great, great. But it had some, you know, had some theatricality to it. Yeah, yeah. You cast a few spells, created some, uh, yeah, created some theatricality. Yeah. And people get the sense of the power. That's they get a, the they get a sense takeaway. of the history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really got a sense of that history. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in the centre of the glass is a small pool of water and a palm tree and uh, a little cocktail bar. Why not? Thirsty, so thirsty, so thirsty. Do, do, do we think we should, you know, I don't want to be the smartest one in the room again, but or in the desert again, um, but sh- should we drink that water? Should we have drinks? What if it's kind of like got poison in it? Do you know what I mean? What if it's a trick or something? Do I think the water's safe from my history check? This is a known oasis? Yeah, yeah, it's not a mirage or anything like that. It's just, it's yeah, it's all legit. No tricks. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have a pina colada. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I would love a pina colada. Let's get That's pina coladas. That's just me. Henry, I want a pina colada. <laughs> yeah. All right, barkeep. Uh, Ghoul jumps up and starts like knocking on the bar. And you uh, you see like a little set of curtains Ooh. that pop. <laughs> and out steps a huge, like towering, very muscular figure in a kind of like loincloth, huge sword on its back. And it's got this like deep, red skin and its eyes are like uh, little candle flames hey guys <laughs> what can I do for you four pina coladas please and something for the turtle come on <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, I they... have a feeling you've waited your whole life to say that <laughs> <laughs> I think I have <laughs> and they snap their fingers and four pina coladas appear on the bar before you oh wow and uh, something for the turtle it's, it's, a, it's a pina colada but it's in a thimble Oh, yeah. very nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Oh, we have earned these. Let us come. Let us sit by the lake of glass. Wow. Yes. So is there? There's water surrounded by glass. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to explain it, but it's exactly oh, right. that. I'm going yeah. to kick off my sandals. Mm. Oh, and nice. I'm going to put my feet in the water. Mm. And sit and have a pina colada. Yeah. Nice. And do the same. Let's just turn this podcast into a sort of relaxation, meditative fantasy. <laughs> we all just sit here and, and imagine 
dipping our toes in the oasis, drinking a pina colada. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so, Eric, you, you're drinking the pina colada. I am drinking the pina colada, perhaps recklessly, some might say. Have we I'm just doing. fallen into a fucking trap? Oh, yeah, so, what's happened? Are you all drinking the pina colada? I definitely did, because I, I kind of said at the start, I was like, I don't trust it. I don't trust no, anything that's now. That's true. I so totally I don't drink it. it. Gould was I feeling very emboldened by the fact that they just took down the commander girl, so he's, he's finished his. I made my history roll, so I think I'm safe. So, Eric, as you uh, drink the pina colada mm. the kind of uh, red skinned beautiful kind of being that was at the bar suddenly just seems to fill your vision and the world around you like a kind of crazy acid trip starts to <gasps> unravel so cool and literally like the sky like lines in the sky kind of like ribbon just unpeel and the floor kind of shakes and you find yourself sort of floating Imagine you're just floating in space, like an ethereal void, and you don't feel, you're not in any kind of danger, you don't feel scared, and you see the universe, you see everything. In the distance, two huge eyes, and it's the bartender's eyes, appear. Eric Sanguinius, you will be offered the choice of power and darkness, or loyalty and uncertainty. Perhaps you will do the wrong thing in order to know what is right. And the universe disappears, and you snap back to the oasis. <gasps> what Some- happened? Something in the pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, you get the feeling that you just got a glimpse into your future. Oh gosh. Henley has downed his pina colada, and he's gotten in into the water and is floating on his back in the middle of the oasis. Nice, okay, and uh, you sink into the water. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and drown. You know, you know, sort of like uh, in train spotting when he sinks into the carpet. Yeah. Oh, the nice. Of carpet. Yeah, you're yeah. just a wall of water. Oh, wow. And the water doesn't spill onto you. You're just kind of laying, floating in this water. And again, the, the kind of world swirls round you and reality spins. You catch a, a glimpse of Greg and Sylvie and you see your father. You see the woodlands. You see the badgers. And again, you hear the voice of the bartender. Your path is shrouded in darkness, but you will have a chance to prove yourself, hero, to give your very soul for the ones you love. You fear pain, but remember, everyone in life is going to hurt you. You just have to figure out which people are worth the pain. And your eyes snap open and you're back in the oasis water. Oh, wow. <laughs> as you say that, you look over, and now Glubrick's in the water as well with, like, sw- swimming armbands on and just kind of splashing around, being like, why is no one talking to me? It's like the perfect time to play cat. Glubrick, drink your cocktail. It's amazing. Okay, and I drink it. <laughs> Easily persuaded, also wants to know this future. <laughs> and so, yeah, same thing. The world kind of collapses around you, and uh, you uh, you grow, like, huge, massive. <laughs> and you can, like, walk on clouds, yeah. and you can, like... Punch the sun. Punch the sun, yeah. <laughs> you ping a little rainbow, and you can do all sorts. And again, you... Uh, you ping on a rainbow, did you say? Ping. Ping, ping. ping. <laughs> Don't turn the nice future vision into no, a horrible no, no, sex bricks, game. Blue Brick starts pissing on a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> You shit in a black hole. <laughs> and uh, you see the uh, the bartender is stood next to you as this huge ethereal colossus and claps you on the back in like a kind of very friendly way. Doesn't hurt, doesn't do anything. Glubrick, mm-hmm. you were haunted by anger of the past. 
but you will have a chance for redemption. Your path is bathed in a holy glow. Remember, you will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by it. Oh. Drift back to reality. Um, and Ghoul, yeah, Ghoul's downed his uh, cocktail immediately. Um, him and Kelvis played a little drinking game. <laughs> Ghoul, as you drink, your world is consumed by fire and forest and the kind of black tar stuff from um, oh, yeah. fungus. Mm-hmm. You sink into this kind of world, this ethereal world of stars, and again you hear the voice of the bartender. Ghoul, king of the campestry, you will be offered a choice, a choice of two crowns. One of peace and kindness, and the other of incredible power. Your choice will affect the outcome of every living thing in the mortal realm. Wow, Wow, that's so much power. And the fire dies down and fades back. (gasps) Guys! Bow! Bow before me! (laughs) Kneel on the ground! I I do. Yeah, yeah. I shall be a king, I had a vision. You had a vision you'd be a king? I had a vision. I was crowned double. <laughs> crowned crown like, like a double king, a super duper king. Two crowns. Uh, did, did you have visions? Well, yeah, but I mean, I was slightly confused by mine. Um, it's something to do with being angry, but not being angry, but maybe be, being angry is good, but also angry might kill me. I was very confused by it. What about you, Henley? I had a vision as well, Ghoul. In my vision, I was told that I would have a chance to prove myself to be a true hero. Which doesn't make any sense. Everyone already knows I'm a hero. Uh, Oh, yes. yes. That's what it is. Specifically, it said that I was going to give my soul for the people I love. But that sounds excessive, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to give your soul up to be a hero. Well, I think that is the definition of hero. I don't think that's the definition. You know, Why do you think the definition of hero is? You know, I think if you uh, live every day to the fullest, you're a hero. If you uh, don't litter, you're a hero. Um, <laughs> I think you may have set the bar too low. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Eric? What was your vision? I will be offered the choice of power and darkness, or loyalty and uncertainty. Perhaps... I will do the wrong thing in order to know what's right. I knew I shouldn't have had the pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Barkeep? And Ghoul gestures to the barkeep to come over. Yeah, and they gesture back to you. They kind of wave over. What? They're like, hey. Are, are you some kind of fucking genie? <laughs> we prefer fire genie. Oh. Fucking oh. genies are a whole different... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you what? grant wishes? For you? I start rubbing you. No, <laughs> no, no you're thinking not... of the fucking genie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fire well, genie. Well, bring him. He sounds fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I do grant wishes, but only to those who are worthy. Oh. Okay, well, that's, uh, I'm going to stop you guys there. It's <laughs> no, no. none of you, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty clear about that. None of us are worthy. So where does our path take us next, genie? Your path will lead you out there. <gasps> and it points to the horizon. Uh, just, just over there. Yeah, the horizon, empty desert, empty sand. Nothing there, genie. Have you got a car we could use? Create a fire car? Or a magic carpet? No, no, that's that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of stereotypes about genies. Yeah, but, that one is not true. Yeah. Like the fucking genie again. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. genies have so many magic carpets. <laughs> right, okay, well, let's go and wander in this desert. Oh, are we sure? Do we, we trust this genie enough to just wander alone into the desert? We'll, we'll bake under the hot sun. How can we know we can trust you? 
The choice will always be yours. Oh, this guy's a fucking fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> we also can't stay here. We're going to have to go somewhere. That's true. But out there seems as good as any. Yeah. I, for one, intend to walk out there. I've always wanted to go out there. Hmm. <laughs> Henley adjusts. Uh, Henley takes off his towel and wraps it around his head like a turban. Mm. Just not not to culturally appropriate. <laughs> just for the practicality of keeping the sun off his face. <laughs> nice. But in, in the meantime, exposing your gens to the blistering heat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're used to the heat. Oh, very good. Yeah. Cool. Um, you uh, feel Kelvis underneath mm. you. Sort of squints his eyes out towards the horizon and looks towards the fire genie and then back towards the horizon and then back to you <gasps> and nods. This is the way. Okay, well, I think let's just follow this tortoise and the genie and let's just get out there. Come to the horizon. So you walk what feels like miles upon miles upon miles. And as you move through the kind of vast desert, you are starting to feel battered and broken and you hear these faint screams. And you notice that these screams are coming from the sand underneath you. As you look down, you notice that each individual grain of sand has its own scream, oh, has its gosh. own voice. And Eric, you remember from your history role mm. that one of the punishments of this layer is to be trapped in a grain of sand and baked <gasps> by the sun. Oh, God. Wow. Every grain of sand. Every grain of sand is a oh, soul. Oh, my gosh. And as you are walking across these cells, the screams grow louder and louder and louder as you become more tired. And the sun's heat beats down on you. Now, can everyone roll me a constitution oh, saving God. throw? Guys, I'm oh, beginning to think we shouldn't have trusted that bartender. Natural 20. Natural 20, very good. Eight. 15. 15. 15. So, Ghoul and Eric, you got, you're doing pretty well. You're yeah. holding up all right. I mean, Glubrick, you are absolutely fine. The heat is not bothering you yeah. at all. However, Henley, mm. you collapse to your knees. Oh. You can walk no more. Henley? Oh, feeling a little sleepy, ghoul. I might just take a nap here on this screaming sand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say for the purpose of sleep, you, you can tune out the scream. <laughs> I think you might be right, ghoul. Maybe we shouldn't have trusted that bartender. Yeah, things are feeling pretty weird. Yeah, also, you shouldn't really trust bartenders who dose your drink without telling you about it. That's, that's, that's a real red... That's real, a red flag right there. Red, red flag. Wake up! Okay, well, okay, all right, guys. I think I'm making executive decision. I think we should set up camp here. All right, I think for tonight, let's have a long rest and let's just let Henley and his weak, weak legs rest for the evening. You speak wisely, Glubrick. We should rest for a long time. A long rest. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just confirm, Chris? You would mm. like for the possibly one of the first times ever in this podcast mm. for the Happy Boys to take a long rest. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, so let's play some real D and D. D and D lore. It's a very familiar thing that the, the company will set up camp and take long rests mm. and get all your health points and stuff like that back. Before we do a long rest, I'd like to cast Find Familiar because I keep missing my opportunity to get a familiar, <laughs> and now the long rest gives me that opportunity. You're getting jealous of Kelvis? Mm, no. Want your own little side piece? No, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. I've always been fine on my own. <laughs> so you're casting the ritual spell Find Familiar uh, before you take your long rest. Come to me, spirit of the animal. And roll me a d20 to determine which animal oh you summon. I rolled a two. You summon a cat. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> Immediately boiling hot with yes. all the spurts. <laughs> ah. um, anyone got a basket or a... Uh, I can put it in my toad bag. I can peek yeah. out my toad bag. Yeah, nice. You've got a little cat. Little cat, cat in a toad, toad bag. bag. Nice. Yeah. What are you going to call it? I think we should name it together. All right. Um, let's call it. No, together. That's its name. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hello, together. Meow. Oh. Okay, so we're taking and a rest. You guys make camp. D&D camp, settle down for the night, and you are fully rested. Uh, you rest without incident. Uh, Henley, you're feeling much better. And uh, you are awoken early by the mm. trembling, shaking of the ground. Oh, Ooh. oh God, what's, what's going on? Ah. Sand drains from all around you, and the ground appears to sort of peel back, moving. You manage to keep your footing. And you soon find that you are no longer stood on sand, but on a sort of squidgy, jelly-like substance. Mm. You look down, you see a huge, black, circular void underneath you. And outside of that is another circle of deep, beautiful scarlet. And this weird, jelly and concentric circle seems to stretch on for about 10 or 15 meters all around you. And as the ground continues to shift and move to your horror, your stomach drops as you realise you are stood on a gargantuan eye. Whoa! What? Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. If you've enjoyed it, please leave a review. For more content, including an entire side campaign run by Henry Shields, which follows the righteous heroes who killed the Hell or High Rollers characters, subscribe to our Patreon. Link can be found in the episode description. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Hell or High Rollers and Twitter at Hell or High Pod. Your games master was Dave Hearn, and the players were Ellie Morris, Chris Leesk, Henry Shields, and me, Adam Megiddo. The show is produced by Gareth Tempest, with music by Max Runham. When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind, but it ain't that like you knew so well. Keep telling myself to stay strong, you know I ain't done nothing wrong. I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.